they taught me all about salesmanship and you, you, whether you're, you're in a nonprofit organization or not, you're still selling something, right? Mm -hmm. You're selling yourself. And so don't sell yourself short. You accept the no's because for every no you get, you're closer to a yes. That's the biggest and most important value and learning opportunity I've, I've had in, in the past 15 years. Hi everyone, Christopher Kyber here of AMC MPO Solutions. I'm the program advisor and also the host of the Strategic Nonprofit. Today we'll, we will be discussing uh, ways to maintain your connections and support an MPO community. I've invited uh, Gregory Old on the podcast today. Him and his son Ben are co-founders of Blanket BC Society, a not-for-profit that helps shelters throughout BC by offering collected donations such as blankets, scarves, socks, hats, and gloves throughout the year. Also, in 2013, Ben was mentioned in the House of Commons as one of the youngest founders of a nonprofit in Canadian history. Thank you and welcome to the podcast, Gregory. Here at AMC, we do a lot of live webinars and virtual training for nonprofits across Canada. If you're looking for virtual governance training or strategic planning for your NPO, drop me a message and I'll be happy to go over options with you. More details are in the show notes. Good morning and uh, thank you very much for having me. And it, unfortunately, I, I do wish Ben was here, but he, he couldn't make it today. He does send his regrets. However, he is studying. He's a very studious student at the Mission Secondary, and he's uh, got some exams and tests coming up that he finds very, very important. And as he wants to graduate this year and go, move on to be uh, become a doctor eventually, so he takes it very seriously, and so I respect that. But he does send his regrets, and I'm very excited to be here on your podcast. Thank you. Can you tell us more about Blanket BC and your role there? Uh, sure. My role, I guess, I started the organization with my son 15 years ago, as a matter of fact, this past month. And it's a nonprofit organization that collects and distributes blankets and warm clothing for shelter programs and families in need. We raise awareness to homelessness, poverty, socioeconomic issues, while promoting volunteerism at a very young age. See, Ben was 22 months old when we started this organization, more of a father-son project then an organization at the time and we just you know wanted to do our best to help spread warmth around uh, Vancouver and and the Tri-Cities because it's where we were living at the time and at that time there were over 200 individuals that were homeless in the Tri-Cities which was astounding to me I didn't realize there was that many homeless people uh, living in my backyard in my front yard and they're, they're neighbors, just like you and I. Uh, and so, yeah, it was it was an altruistic way of thinking, something that I never thought uh, I would do in my lifetime. But I'm I'm glad that we took those steps together as a father and son project. And of course, my daughter Emma, when she was born, she was born into it. As my new daughter Zoe, it's it's pretty exciting to to be able to work hand in hand with uh, kids at a very young age because they can see the good and, and you create that behavior very early on of altruistic thinking and just being kind 
and it's not random kind r- random you know kindness it's everyday kindness that's that's really important mm-hmm. absolutely yeah and i mean with you know with kids and wanting to go in their parents footsteps it's not always the case what what do you think for ben was the deciding factor of him to keep continuing this with you well i'd like to go back to the day that it started really october 15th 2005 it was coming out of a movie theater in downtown vancouver tinseltown in, in fact in chinatown and as i'm coming out of the theater i see this gentleman in an alcove and it was kind of like a day like today where it's it's cold but mm-hmm. you don't think of it because you're you're dressed warmly but when you're not wearing a whole lot of clothing and you're sitting on concrete it's exceptionally cold so i our eyes met and instead of me just kind of nodding and moving on i went up to him and i just asked him what can i do to help you mm-hmm. and he simply said i can use a blanket to survive the night and it was that survive the night portion of what he said to me that really caught my attention and so I went out and I got him a blanket uh, right around the corner in fact there's a there was an army and navy which is now closed sadly and I got him the warmest blanket I could and I came back he was still there and when I gave it to him there were there were no words exchanged but there was a look mm-hmm. a look of uh surprise uh shock and I think for the first time in his life or at least in a very long time mm-hmm. someone took action upon his request someone listened to him someone cared enough to give him what he needed and so I left with a, a, a feeling of gratitude grateful that I was able to help but it wasn't until I got home to my son which was late at night and he was up you know as he was late at night and so any opportunity you have to play with your kids take it take that advantage okay or take advantage of that opportunity and so I did and as we're playing you know I I started telling him the story about how I you know how I met that guy in the street and he gave him a blanket it made me feel really good But then I thought, you know, wouldn't it be kind of cool if, you know, you and I went out and handed out blankets to people who needed it the most? Mm -hmm. And kind of like Batman and Robin, where, of course, I'm Batman. Of course. (laughs) Of course. And uh, I didn't tell you. But I said to him, I said, (laughs) well, I got a Robin story for you later. But, you know, I, I, I think it's, it was really cool that his reaction was like, yeah, you know, instead of being, you know, fighting bad guys and, and, and stuff, we're fighting the cold and we're finding loneliness mm-hmm. and homelessness and, and we're helping people. And, and Ben just turned around with his blue, blazing blue eyes, his big chubby cheeks and said, yeah. And I'll never forget that day. And we've been collecting and distributing ever since. And, 
to this day, we're, we're creeping up to 500,000 blankets. That you have ready to go or that you've given out over the years? We've, we've, we've given, that we've given out over the years. Wow. To date. So, and that's all, you know, that's all from, you know, the partnerships we've been able to procure over the years and, and really foster. Cable Linen Systems has always been a, a huge partner of ours. A lot of their ends or end of life stock normally went to the dump. And right. a gentleman by the name of Kevin McElligan, who no, who's no longer there, he, I was introduced to him and and he says, yeah, if you want blankets, we got blankets. We got lots of blankets. And it was like a huge scale of blankets, thousands and thousands, like tens of thousands. I think they've given us the majority of the blankets that we've collected over the years. And, you know, over the past like six, seven months, it's everything's kind of ceased because of this pandemic that we're in. But there's a new Kevin over at Cabro and we're, we're restarting the program again. And I'm very excited about that. Um, very excited about being able to hand out even more blankets because I, I got a call this morning at five, five o'clock this morning from a gentleman in a van. He and his wife are in a, a van that's dead, but they have, so they have no heat and uh, they're living in it and they were looking for blankets because uh, it got super cold last night, you know? And so it's, it's those great folks that are surviving the streets as best they can who we're really catering to trying to help so whenever we get blankets you know those are the folks that we're we're helping out it's not just people directly on the street but trying to survive the streets and 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 indirectly in the shelters you know mm -hmm. 156 in fact 156 programs we have assisted uh, over the years and that's a, that's an incredible amount of organizations and companies and caring people and like lookout lookout foundation has been and will always be a phenomenal phenomenal organization that helps get people off the street and that's that program is run by my mentor and a, a genius when it comes to just empathy and and yes there's a genius for empathy there's a there, because he, he takes he takes empathy and just multiplies it and then he he creates this incredible synergy amongst everyone he's around and his name is uh, Shane Williams and just I just love him to bits I think he's an absolutely fantastic human being and I hope I hope that we can at Blank ABC create something that's just as truly as powerful one day you know so but it's folks like that and the folks that uh, like BC Housing and Rain City Housing and, and, and others that are community builders group, the, the folks like that who are the real heroes, we're just the deliveries. So, you know, the true heroes are the people who donate and the people who take those donations after we give them and then give them out to, to, to people on the street. You know, we're just glorified delivery service. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're, I mean, we you, with your glorified delivery service, you've made a whole um, bunch of connections with yeah. these nonprofit organizations or people at different businesses that can help you. Can you give some tips to our listeners on how you've been able to do that and to maintain these relationships? 
Yeah, I, I think for for me, I'm old school. I like to meet people. I like to be in the presence of people. I'm not a fan of emails, although they're good. If you're if you forgot something and you want to hunt something down, you can find. Oh yes, okay, that's what I need to do. But I like talking to people. I like listening to people, and I like connecting with people on a at eye level. Even though I'm much shorter than most people, if we sit down, we're usually yeah, eye to eye. Exactly. And a great great tip. Side note: If you're ever angry, if you're having any arguments with anybody, both sit down and have and have that communication because when you're at eye level instead of you know one person up here one person down there it's an even playing field and and your heart rate actually automatically goes down so that's just a a, a little tip that i just learned recently and not that i need it no no <laughs> it's it's it is important it is important but i think making those connections with people so for for me it was really making those door to door calls you know now during the pandemic it's been very it's been very tough it's yeah. been exceptionally tough on blanket bc because i've got to i got to find another way there's always that third way there's always a third way you know so you just have to look for those third ways so mm-hmm. excellent so so with i know with the pandemic it's been challenging for for everyone as you mentioned and yourself included but how like how would you how do you keep your community members engaged? I mean you said you went door um, to door. What's your what's your third what did you say third door? Third way. Third, third way. way. Third yeah. Way. Have yeah. you how are things been going? So, oh sorry, just just so to give tips to others out there so that they don't feel that they're alone in this as well. And I'm sure that they know. Yeah. We're I, I was essentially shut down and due to, you know, for safety protocols, you know, we're dealing with blankets and we're dealing directly with, you know, human touching really. And so, and it's really unfortunate because it's also, it's kind of devastated us, not only financially, but physically, you know, and emotionally it's, you know, I have a new board of directors and which is a new breath of fresh air to be honest with you and i feel like we've been on a treadmill for for the longest time not not getting anywhere so with this new 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 group of folks and i've actually stepped down as a this the chairperson so christina wiseman is the new chairperson and i'm very excited because she was actually on my on my first board of directors and so she's back and <laughs> she is she's just a wondrous human being Absolutely wondrous. I, I've, I've known her for almost 18 years and she's, I absolutely adore her and her family and uh, her daughter. And she just brings in this fresh, you know, breath of fresh air, you know, and uh, this new spirit. And uh, we're very succinct on, on the way we think. And a couple of new board members, Marty O'Hara, who like me loves beer and football and other sports and and cares so much for community and helping people and uh, courtney funk is again plastic in thinking just very or academic in in thinking and uh, scholastically driven you know she's uh, going through her uh, her i think mba or masters i'm 
not sure, maybe doctorate. She'll probably have a doctorate by the end of the week. Who knows? Very smart, very smart person. And, and, you know, we're still, we're still rebuilding. We're at that rebuild part of blanket BC because, you know, the, the pandemic is, is, can be devastating, but it could also open doors that you didn't know existed. And my advice to everybody, you know, would be, and believe me, most nonprofits have security somehow. They may have had to lay off here and there, but they'll, they'll be able to get that back. They've been able to get emergency funding. Our organization hasn't. And we, I'm personally financially putting everything, putting everything up right now because I don't want it to falter and I don't want to stop because if we stop the potential of someone dying could be there. And then that would, that would be on my conscience for the rest of my life. And I, I can't have that. And that may be selfish, selfishly thinking, but at the same time, I know that we'll be back on our feet again. And hopefully we'll be able to get some sponsors that will be able to financially help us out because we've always been really concentrating on the blankets and not the financial, but operating uh, a nonprofit is very costly, even though we are, I like to say as frugal of an organization as can be like, if we don't need it, we don't get it period. Or if we can get it for free, we ask. In fact, I think I ask for everything for free, everything. And a lot of people are like, well, what's in it for me? I don't know. You'll feel good. Whatever happened to that? <laughs> I'll throw your name on my website. You know, we, we actually do a lot for our partners, actually, to, to be honest with you. You know, you're asking earlier about... Um, yeah, sorry, just bring you back. <laughs> Yeah, I, I just kind of wanted to bring you back. Well, you know, the the one thing the one thing I, I like to give back and what I think people really need to remember is give back gratitude. Show them gratitude. Show the folks that have been helping you out for you know that you that you're grateful. There's a couple of organizations that I that we've had great partnerships in the past with, and I've kind of let let that gratitude subside a little bit. And it's not that I'm not grateful, it's just I got busy thinking of other things. And I remember one organization asked me, well, what's in it for us? What have you done for us? And I thought that was kind of like, well, where did the, huh? I was confused. I was like really taken back. I thought it was actually rude, number one, but I got it afterwards. I'm like, well, yeah, I've kind of let go my gratitude towards you and i haven't said thank you i mean even a card once in a while would renew their their faith and your gratitude towards them and they, they would continue you know helping you out without thought but if you stop talking about them or if you just forget about them altogether or you just take them for granted a little bit then you know your relationship will sour so just going back to relationships and and building that's something that i've learned over the past uh, year and uh, you know and working aboard is is not the easiest thing to do when you being me is being is very passionate i have goals in mind and if i don't see that those goals are being met then i get pissed you know i get angry 
And I'm, I'm old school. I, I'm not a PC kind of guy. Never have been. I try to be, you know, politically correct, but it's just not, you know, what I grew up. So it's, it's a learning opportunity for me for sure. But you, I'm the kind of person that you either love me or you, (laughs) that guy. Yeah. Well, it's uh, like, well, oh, Greg's in the room. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, that guy. <laughs> so uh, just that touching guy. on what you were saying about giving gratitude. So we did a podcast <laughs> earlier this year, or actually probably a few months ago, about friend raising. And yes, I, I, I watched that podcast, actually. Exactly. And, and I think that's what you're getting at. It's that you, you don't, what you need to do is, is, is build friendships opposed to just, hey, do you have any... Do you have any funds for me or, or whatever it is, you know, people want to have value in, in yes. what, in what they donate and, and feel, you know, obviously feel good about themselves. And I mean, it, it definitely depends on the, the organization that you're, that you're looking to have support you, but also, yeah, building those relationships and absolutely like the gratitude. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think that's, that's very, very important. And that's really neat that, I think even through this pandemic, that's something that you've come, come to learn, right? Very much so. Yeah. Very awesome. much so. And I, I, I'm, I'm going to approach organizations uh, a little differently now, but kind of like the way, you know, uh, that old school mentality of, of, you know, greeting people face to face, even though I'm wearing a mask. And I, <laughs> I always have, I always have my favorite mask with me. Because it's oh, important. You want to keep your yeah. friends. You should say, you, wanna, you wanna be, be my friend? Wanna, wanna, wanna be my friend, yeah. <laughs> uh, I am looking, I, we are looking for, if anyone's watching, someone who could sponsor, you know, or help us produce these for Blanket BC. So we would have our logo and then like spread the warmth, you know, not not the flu. <laughs> right, deal. yeah, yeah. Um, Let's spread something else. <laughs> <laughs> so do you Quick have plug for those listening out there who have yeah, masks right. <laughs> we're not asking for like a thousand of them we're just asking for maybe 50 right right yeah everybody to help out <laughs> so uh, so i know you've given a, a little bit of advice earlier is there anything else that you would find would be a very important piece of advice for somebody that's starting up a not-for-profit or that's you know affected by this pandemic such as you what what would you say would be something that you'd like to share passionate put put your heart and soul into it don't do anything half-assed if you if you're only halfway in you're only going to have the results right so you put in 100 percent in you're going to get 100 percent results that's just the bottom line and uh, for every no you get this is a sales thing that when i started blanket bc i was working for bell at the time and Vicky Rosaki and Marcus Fromm were my managers and hi to those guys because they're awesome people. They, they taught me all about salesmanship and you, you, whether you're, you're in a nonprofit organization or not, you're still selling something, right? Mm-hmm. You're selling yourself, right? And you're, you, first and foremost, you're selling yourself. And so don't sell yourself short. You accept the no's because for every no you get you closer to a yes that's the biggest 
and most important value and learning opportunity I've, I've had in, in the past 15 years. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not afraid of getting shut down. I was an actor for 23 years. I'm used to, I'm used to, you know, people saying, you know, <clears throat> you're great, but <laughs> oh, you're too book. short. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. You know, I had really great hair back then. Believe it or not, I had beautiful head of hair. Now I shave it just because it's simpler and cheaper. Remember? And uh, I, I've got a thick skin, so I don't mind the nose. But if you if, like nose, don't get into nonprofit. Don't 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 even get into sales. You <laughs> like you have got to accept the nose. And accept them graciously and ask, well, if, if you can't help out, do you know anybody who could? It's simple. And, it's a, and if they tell you to pound sand, you say, thank you, I will. And then I'll throw some back at you. <laughs> Don't throw sand. Don't throw sand. It can get in their eyes and... No. Yeah, hair <laughs> if you had some. <laughs> Maybe some compliments. So <laughs> was there anything uh, that else that you wanted to share that maybe I missed uh, to share with our viewers? You know, just on a personal scale, I think that I I, I know I've come a long way uh, in the 15 years. We, we've been able to celebrate some amazing and monumental things over the years you know we're, we're not a huge award-winning you know organization but we've we've won a few you know ben and i won the humanitarian of the year award through the bccmas british columbia association a few years back and then we were honored by the Quantland first nation in a button blanket ceremony for me ben and my daughter emma and that was a really really big deal they also gave a special blanket to my dad who had just suffered a uh, stroke back then who's come back 100 percent and, you know, Blank of BC has taken a toll on my life, though, like good and bad, you know, you know, got divorced and recently got married and, and just got back from my honeymoon, in fact. And three months ago, we had a baby girl, Zoe, who loves blankets. I mean, she likes eating them. I think that's a good thing. <laughs> so, so how, how can our listeners learn more about Blank of BC? You know, really by going to the website and just giving me a call, it's, I, I do want to apologize to all, uh, a lot of the folks out there, especially our blanketeers and warmth warriors, which are the kids for having to postpone blanket BC's drive on the line, which would have been our 12th event this year or 12th annual event. And, you know, we've had to postpone it for COVID, but we're going to hopefully do a virtual driving a line online so we're playing words and hopefully raise fifteen thousand or more uh, dollars in order to get us through to next year and again you know i just want to say to everybody you know stay connected make those phone calls send a little text you know throw in a LinkedIn message if you're watching linkedin or you're big into linkedin or, or facebook whatever just stay connected you know we could i know everyone's saying socially distant physically distant yes but socially you should not be distant from anybody 
you should yeah. be making those calls and even pick up a pen and a pad of paper and write. I know it's old school thinking. I'm not talking old quills. Okay. I'm talking a pen, paper, write. Yeah. Lick, pop it in the, the post office and a few days later, someone's going to open that and go, wow. Wow. They took time to write when they could have just called. <laughs> My God. You could have just texted me those messages. <laughs> Way a lot of people think nowadays, but. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I, I I recently got a, a a little card from my my aunt and uncle from Edmonton and who I hadn't heard from in, in like forever in a day, and it was absolutely just lovely to have a message of you know hey congratulations on everything sorry I've been distant, but I wanted to let you know you're in our thoughts and prayers and we love you and I that made me feel really really good you know so I'm going to be doing a lot more of that. You know, it's a personal goal of mine just to just to reconnect with people and, and let people know that they're loved, you know, like I love everyone on my all my board members, all our blanketeers, my family, Ben, Emma, you know, Zoe, Famika, everybody, you, you know, I think what you guys do is absolutely fantastic. And well, it's, it's actually really, really, it's really, really great to talk about nonprofit organizations and and the the do's and the don'ts and the, the how-to's because some people just don't know how you know i have a friend of mine down in the states that just started his own nonprofit organization and i couldn't be more proud of him because uh, he worked with us and i i would hope that he learned a little bit from from me and, and from the organization and and the skills that he's been able to work on and and i'm at a loss of words but you know perfect and and yes. now he's got his own nonprofit down in the states and i think it's absolutely fantastic so there's there is a little bit of good that blanket bc has done besides spread warmth which we are going to continue to do today actually it's it's zero degrees and we're going to go as a family and drop off some blankets and uh, then hit the pumpkin patch <laughs> excellent well thanks for coming on the podcast today Thanks, Trista. Thank you very much. And thanks to all the, the viewers out there and listeners. And just hashtag spread the warmth. Spread the warmth. <laughs> thanks, Greg. Chat with you soon.